Hello, now welcome to the show. Just before we crack on, I just want to double check. Do you want to get confident on camera, be irresistible to those you're talking to and speak online with confidence and ease? Well, grab my new online course, Calm On Camera, the pre-recorded series now. Over the course of four sessions, we'll be really getting clear on why it is that you're showing up online and how to do it in a way that works for you. So head to amylayton.teachable.com and enter the promo code IRRESISTIBLEPRESENCE for 10% off now. Okay, hello, welcome back to the brand new series of Irresistible Presence. I am so excited to be back for another series and we are starting with another wonderful guest today, which is Sarah Elizabeth. Hello, Sarah. Hiya, thanks for having me. Hello, it's so good so good to have you on. Now, for those of you who don't know Sarah, and we're going to be getting to know her really well very shortly, but Sarah is a holistic health coach and she helps women heal their relationships with food and their bodies so that they can create their best health and concentrate on the important things in life without restriction. Yes. Oh my gosh, I am so excited to chat to you. I mean, as we're recording this, this is going to be going out in March, but as we're recording this, it's actually January. So this is, I mean, it's very vital for everything that as we're recording it, I'm sure a lot of people are going through, but not only January, I think all the way through the year as well. Mm, Yeah, absolutely. I think um, there's been a lot of pressure around lockdown and the fact that we've not been able to go to the gym, eat the way we would usually move the way we would usually move. And I think that's created a lot of guilt and a lot of stress around the area of food and body. So this is definitely work that needs to be done for sure. Mm, Absolutely. Absolutely. So Sarah, um, we're going to be getting to know you a little bit very soon. However, (laughs) as with all my guests on the podcast, I like to do a little bit of an icebreaker because otherwise, as soon as you press record, it's always really weird when we start chatting (laughs) for some reason. (laughs) Um, So I've got three quick fire questions for you. Brilliant. All right. I'm ready. ready. I know now I know that Sarah has already listened to previous episodes of the podcast and so has already prepped her answer. <laughs> Here's hoping that I remember to say the questions in the right way. <laughs> all right. So Sarah, very quickly, first of all, breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Breakfast, a hundred percent breakfast person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I didn't actually need to prepare that answer because it's I'm I'm very much a breakfast person, but I like breakfast at like on the you know like weekend breakfast eleven o'clock um, kind of breakfast like a more like a brunchy sort of vibe. Mm, okay, okay. So breakfast, but actually preferably brunch. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So what would be your favorite brunch go to recipe? Absolutely. So things like avocado, sourdough toast, scrambled tofu, spinach, mushrooms, Mm. the whole big just fuel for the day. Mm. Oh, I like it. Do you know what? Scrambled tofu is one of those things that I've never had. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. But the the game changer is using um, smoked tofu, not normal tofu smoke it's amazing it's brilliant it's revolutionary you must try it (laughs) I've actually done 
I've done a couple of stir fries with smoked tofu. Mm -hmm. And um, my partner, he hates tofu. But when I started right. using smoked tofu, he was like, what is this? This is really <laughs> And it's the only way that I can get him to eat it. Yeah. So yeah. maybe I need to try scrambled yeah, yeah. yeah it's great honestly it's really really nice and it's so filling and it's you can put lots of different things in it as well so you can put chop up like spring onions and um, cherry tomatoes all the things mix it all around it's it's wonderful really wonderful <laughs> I might be coming to you for a recipe <laughs> yeah totally I'll send you a recipe for sure. I think yeah I, think I might have to ask you for a recipe actually yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah I, I actually um so I actually perfected it myself because I, I I grew up in Poland um and they do scrambled egg really well over there like way better than English scrambled egg um and then I kind of incorporated that vibe into the tofu and it's just perfect so yeah mm. Oh right now we're just going to be like okay cool let's <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, make it a free downloadable thing as well that people can get with the podcast they can get a scrambled paper. yeah <laughs> amazing okay so brunch scrambled tofu yeah. avocado sourdough all that kind of thing yeah. I love it yeah. okay okay and if you final question yeah if you were to go out to yeah. your favorite cafe, restaurant, wherever you might go for your food. If you were to go out to your favorite place, mm. what would you have there as your order? Mm. So I really enjoy like ramen or oh, yes. like Wagamama. I know Wagamama's is like mainstream, <laughs> but I love like ramen. We have um, we have like Viet Shack here in Manchester. Um, mm. Amazing. It's like an independent, but it's very sort of, um, you know, you can get the like big ramen noodles with like the veggies in it's spicy I like spicy mm. yeah mm. all over it oh that's <laughs> great that sounds great <laughs> I love a good I love a good ramen yeah um yeah we've got one I'm in South London and we've got one down the road from us which is brilliant and you can guarantee on delivery it's going to come within about 10 minutes of you ordering oh, it. It's God, just so amazing. fresh. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. I haven't had it for ages, wow. actually. I had to have one. You've got to. You've got to. It's it's funny, mm. actually, because my partner, when he, whenever he asks me what I fancy for food, I always say ramen. So he just stopped, he stopped asking me now because he doesn't really like it. So it's like, okay, that's... I'm not, not even gonna ask you because I know what you're gonna say I'm not ramen or um Thai or oh, you know sushi or something yeah. along those lines yeah. whereas um my fiance is very much like fish and chips Chinese. yeah oh my gosh yeah <laughs> yeah um anything spicy for me is just amazing anything like Thai, thai food again amazing pad Thai anything like that mm amazing all over it <laughs> really making me hungry it's only 10 30 in the morning oh. I might be uh, getting something on delivery for lunch I, mean, I was gonna say I'm gonna check your Instagram later and you're gonna have a delivery <laughs> delivery takeaway here you it go might it might happen Man, I've got loads of food in the fridge the delivery <laughs> okay well, okay all right I love that okay so brunch avocado smoked tofu and then a ramen yes to eat out Perfect. I love that yeah 
Sounds great. That does sound like a great food day. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. I love that. <laughs> All right. And actually, that question is quite apt because obviously, as we've established, a lot of the food, a lot of the food, a lot of the work, <laughs> a lot of the work that you do is around food and health and body positivity and yeah. helping women to heal the relationships with their bodies. Yeah. Yeah. So this, this comes in with this idea of food Mm. and it also links in with the idea of confidence as well. And I guess twofold confidence around relationships with women's bodies and, you know, your clients and their confidence with that, with themselves, but also your own confidence in the career path that you have taken and, actually what it means to be a a holistic health coach and do the work that you do. So I always like to start off by asking guests as well, what confidence means to, what confidence means to them? So what, what does it mean to you? Yeah, for sure. And I love what you said about the, the fact that it goes, everything goes into each other, like Mm -hmm. everything is connected. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, if you have a problem with food, there's a chance that you have a problem in life, which is very Mm -hmm. much how it happened for me, but we'll, we'll go onto that later. Um, In terms of what confidence means for me, it's very much being able to listen to your own intuition. And there's a lot of noise out there, especially in the industry that I'm in, right? There's so many different messages, what you should be doing, what you should be eating, what you should do as a career, et cetera, et cetera. Um, mm. And I think being able to tune into your own intuition and know that that's not your truth and be able be able to go with what your truth actually is, is like the best form of confidence, especially when there's so much noise being able to just be like, okay, cool, that's right for you, but it's not, it's not right for me. And I'm going to do what I want to do. Thanks. Um, I love that. Confidence. Yeah, for sure. I love that. So intuition, being in your truth, yeah, doing what you want to do. There's yeah. so many things already that I want to pick up on. <laughs> I don't want to take us off on a tangent because I want yeah. to know, I want to know about you as well. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I know that I've done the formal introduction, um, but just let us know a little bit about you, who you are, what's led you to doing the work. Yeah, sure, sure. And very similarly to what you said, really, in a way of food is, and this is something that I always say to my one-on-one clients, is that food is really the gateway into understanding more about you, right? Um, and I think um, we tend to go for a long period of time where we're like suppressing our truth um, and we're ignoring it. And so we don't really have this big breakthrough or we don't really have this, but we'll start to get symptoms and the symptoms usually are things like emotional eating, stress eating, chronic dieting, whatever it is. And that's very much your gateway into what is seriously going on under the surface. And that was very much my story. Um, So I struggled with emotional eating for years and years, ever, well, binge eating to begin with, to be honest, struggled very badly with binge eating when I was very young. Um, And uh, it kind of developed into once I got older and started to uncover this world of dieting and realized, wow, there's something that I can do about all of this eating that I'm doing in secret. Mm -hmm. Um, I then got trapped into that world of yo-yo dieting and then because of the restriction, emotionally in further. Um, And as I began to explore why that was happening, there were a number number of things that 
were going on underneath the surface that I hadn't dealt with, right? Things like the fact that I really didn't like my career. There was some childhood trauma that I hadn't dealt with. There was some, um, you know, some just things about my identity that I was just completely ignoring and just had no idea like what to do with myself um, and my way of finding comfort and solace with that was food um, and so once I went on this journey of in- uncovering this and how this kind of affected my life um, it then led me to understand I was on the complete wrong path in my life and I didn't really belong in an office environment and I didn't really belong in the city that I was living in and I didn't really I needed more out of life Mm -hmm. Um, and simultaneously they started started sorting each other out so as I start started to um, study holistic health um, and began to understand myself I then kind of just got to this place where I was like wow not only am I healed feeling really good about my life my body myself like I've found sustainable health I've also just discovered this massive passion for helping other women do this too um Mm -hmm. so yeah kind of simultaneously happened which is what you find tends to happen in life really everything's connected everything is important um so yeah Mm, (laughs) and how so how long ago was that decision then so you were you said that you were working in an office where you didn't feel like you belonged you were you didn't feel like you belonged and then you started to address all these different things and started to retrain for sure sure. when did that all happen so I started to train in psychology of eating in 2000 this is all very recent so 2018 um and then I only just went full-time in my business um at the start of 2019 so yeah these things take time but um it's definitely been it's been a really great journey and obviously you also want to get to a point where you're not like um where you're leading from the front right and you're not like going going into coaching before you're fully recovered or going into Mm -hmm. coaching or you're in a place where you're like yes I have the the confidence to to lead other people on this journey as well so mm. yeah full time from beginning of 2019 mm. amazing amazing that's so exciting but it also um, show as well doesn't it how long we can ignore these issues for um so like if I was I mean I struggled with binge from a very young age like the age of like 12 years old or something crazy crazy young and how crazy is it that you can go for such a long period of time and not even you know not do anything about it or not notice it or whatever and so it's quite it's 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 weird <laughs> for sure mm-hmm. Mm, and it, I, I guess it's and I'm speaking from my own experience as well because I struggled with um eating as a teenager as well yeah and I guess it's something that unless it's really brought to your attention and unless it's a conscious thing mm. you don't necessarily recognize it because it's mm. it's just kind of something that happens yeah. so I'm just I'm just trying to think through the kind of the shift that must have happened for you to go mm. from that that feeling when you were younger of that binge eating and and the journey that you went on with that through then to a career and yeah. living in a city that wasn't quite right through to then going yeah. okay this is enough is enough yeah I'm changing yeah yeah what was that sure. spark that started that off um <laughs> Again, it wasn't really this massive epiphany. And I think that's where some people really struggle is because they're really waiting for that one big thing to drop on their lap and say, oh, I found my purpose. Um, It was really just a process of um, following breadcrumbs is what I like to call it Um, (laughs) in terms of like when something getting really curious and when something sparks your interest, follow it. 
persevere with it, give it a go. If not, cool, carry on, find something else, right? And so it was a process of really, um, and I knew that I wasn't built for the nine to five life anyway. It was one of the reasons that I was struggling with eating so badly in the first place is because I was very like, I mean, I grew up moving to different countries. I probably moved every six months as a, as a young person. Um, and so kind of sitting in one place all the time for months and months and months before I quit or whatever and found somewhere else was just not sustainable for me anyway Mm. Um, and I think that process of just finding little finding people who were doing similar things that I really um you know that I really admired and thought gosh this is this is potentially something and just following the breadcrumbs right every time something sparks your interest follow the follow the breadcrumbs find out where that takes you what does that say about you and it was really like a long journey of um figuring out okay if not this what Mm. Um, rather than this big bang this is your purpose here you go (laughs) some people have that 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 feeling that that, Mm -hmm. that, oh well I'm not going to change or move because I haven't figured it out yet um and and I'm a firm believer in like you go you go find the thing right don't wait because you know no clarity ever came from thought is that the saying no no clarity comes from thought it only ever comes from action oh I love that I can't remember who it was now who said that so I feel really bad but um, is it Brene Brown? Maybe, yeah, maybe. I'm like Brene. Brene, good old Brene. We love Brene. <laughs> um, so yeah, so follow breadcrumbs um, and just you know getting really curious about everything that you're interested in and what does that mean about you. Um, I think is really really good one. So wow. in terms of your journey with confidence, then as well throughout all of this and and to where you are now, what has that been like for you? yeah gosh and it's still I feel like it's still something that I'm working on every Mm -hmm. single day because this journey is so new for me um and I feel like you're never done are you I think people again with it's the same with health people think you get there and you're like cool I'm here um it really I feel like it really isn't maybe you disagree I'm not sure um but I genuinely feel like it's something that I'm I'm working on every day and I think mm, and I think just doing that work on yourself and knowing that so for me it was very much um I had a lot of limiting beliefs that were setting me back like I'm not educated enough to to be able to teach this Mm. I don't know enough about this subject that subject and I think that's a woman thing in general Mm. um, Mm. really struggle with that imposter syndrome and feeling like they never know enough Mm. um and what what it really took for me in terms of confidence with my role as a health coach it was like practice practicing lots and lots until I got to the point where I was like proving to myself that I could do it again the action messy action in the in the right direction always works um but in terms of confidence in myself I honestly just got so sick of myself that I was like if I don't do this I'm just going to be sick of myself forever like how many times can I quit a job that I hate how many times can I um keep coming home and binge eating how I've got to like step up and you get sick to death of yourself and you have to just just do it take take the leap and I think that's what I did and I'm still learning of course there are still bits that that need work but for sure just needed to just stop the narrative the oh I can't do it narrative I just got sick of myself yeah (laughs) Um, so yeah so that was that was definitely a catalyst for it yeah, I can I can completely understand that. Um, there's always a question that if I'm working with clients who are at that point where they're mm. like, I want to go for something, but I'm not quite sure. Um, it, I always like to explore the idea of, okay, well, what impact is it going to have actually if you stay where you are 
And yeah. if you're still where you are this time next year, how is that going to impact you? Um, yeah. And that's what you've said just as just made me think of yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. And just like you don't have to, again, confidence is not about, it's not about walking into a room and wowing everyone with all of your like skills and persona and everything else. It's about just what, what is your mission? What are you here to do? And how can you move the needle forward in a a tiny way each day to move towards that mission rather than trying to force yourself to do, you know, we try and we, we, we intimidate ourselves with big results and we want to be this massive make this massive impact and like what's the little thing that will move you forward in the right direction and before you know it you look back I mean I look back two years ago can't believe I'm doing this can't believe <laughs> this in my life um can't believe that like the the destructive behavior that I was struggling with is just like a, a thing in history that I'm teaching other people to get out of the habit of and it never was like this massive thing it was like messy action in the right direction slowly mm-hmm. moving forward so yeah um yeah messy action in the right direction yeah. I love that. oh you're bringing up yeah. some nuggets of gong today yeah I know I feel like um I feel like many people can be so intimidated and I think this is one thing about my like entrepreneurial journey that I've noticed is that many people can get so intimidated because they're like well I don't have this big thing that just fell out of the sky and told me that what my purpose was and I think for me that was definitely you know I was waiting for the thing I was like um holding myself back because I didn't know what it what the thing was um and it's not coming honey <laughs> you gotta find it <laughs> um so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah just gotta go with it haven't you and follow those nudges I guess which yeah. you know is easier yeah. easier said than done sometimes but actually so important yeah so important for sure so where would you say you're at now then? I mean, I know you've said it's a, it's a never ending journey and I completely agree. Like I don't yeah. personally, I don't think that one day we just suddenly wake up and we go, we're confident. I'm completely <laughs> confident in every area yeah. of my life. Like, you know, I certainly know it's a, it's a constant yeah. journey for me too. And a constant learning. Where would you say you're at now with it? Kind of doing the the work that you do now and putting yeah. yourself out there and I mean we met through Instagram didn't we yeah. So, oh my gosh yeah yeah how do yeah. you feel about that and being visible and connecting with yeah clients with those yeah clients? yeah for sure and I think for me again it was just like small small messy action so what like how do I how do I want to help other people um and thinking and I'm really planning as well like I know that like I'm an Aries so I don't plan I'm like a messy person in general in terms of like everything is scattered nothing really makes much sense it's just go 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 all the time Um, but I had to kind of step myself back and think how can I plan for success here so you know if on Instagram for example I feel like I've seen some massive growth on Instagram in terms of like the majority of my clients come from Instagram which is amazing and considering it's a very new account that I started you know beginning of um 2019 um and I really what I needed to do was first of all get out my own way and stop you know um letting those beliefs get the better of me um but helping people and and providing the most value for other people and I think a lot of the time you know it's it's not about me it's Mm -hmm. not about it's not about what I want to say on Instagram it's about who 
who needs to hear what I have to what I have to say and I think um, I kind of relate to your work and I know when you've spoken about Calm on Camera your program um, I remember you talking about like not necessarily having just the confidence to get on screen but it's like how passionate about about what your messages are you Mm -hmm. and how prepared are you and how much do you know your message in order for you to convey that so it's never really about the camera it's never really about the you know the performance in general it's about how like what is your message Um, Mm -hmm. and I think when you're really really clear on that and when you really know what you want to say and what you're here to do I think then it kind of falls into place Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah I guess it it comes back to that thing of, you know, I always find when I'm working with people and and people come to me and they go, I want to be more visible. I want to be more confident on camera. Actually, that that is what they think. Yeah. But it runs so much deeper. Yeah. So much deeper to, as you say, about passion and purpose and your messaging and your confidence around that. Um, And I guess that's similar to when people come to you and they go, I really want to work on my relationship with food, my relationship <laughs> with myself. And then thinking about what you said previously, actually, yeah. again, that runs so much yeah. deeper too. Yeah. It's interesting yeah. that people, you know, we tend to think actually we want one thing. Yeah. But when we, I like to use the analogy of like unpeeling the layers of, a, of yeah. an onion, when we unpeel those layers, um, <laughs> yes. so, there's so much more to it. Yeah, a hundred percent. I totally agree with that. And yeah, it's, it's, it's exactly that. And I think that's one thing that stood out to me about your work is that it isn't, it isn't what it seems. Um, and I think, you know, if you've got your messaging down to a T, if you really know why you're here, like all I need to do is jump on Instagram and tell people that their emotional eating isn't a bad thing. And it's that their body's way and it's their body's way of telling them that something is wrong in their life. Um, then you know that's all I need to do and I know that that to be the truth so all I need to do is write it down get my camera out and read the damn thing Mm -hmm. Um, and again messy action just keep trying and I think the great thing about Instagram is I mean I have such a great community on Instagram of women who you know I'm always hanging out in the DMs and and chatting to the women and and finding out what they're struggling with and I've, I've had some really really great feedback which is always really nice in terms of confidence as well as knowing that you're doing a good job and knowing that you're helping um so yeah so I think a mixture of all of those all of those things but yeah definitely knowing why you're here and knowing what your message is what's your truth you know ignoring what everyone else is saying and what's true for you because people need that message people need what you have to say um and it's selfish if you don't tell them (laughs) it's selfish if you're worried about you um you know they need they need that yeah I love that that comes back to what you said right at the beginning about confidence and Mm. being in your truth yeah yes do you think there's any any link with intuition as well around stepping into yourself and your journey and when you put yourself out as a business owner? Yeah, a hundred percent. Absolutely. I think intuition is a really big part of all of this work, right? Anytime you step out of the narrative that's been put in place for you and say, I want something different, sure as hell there's been a little bit of intuition behind that um, because it's hard to do that and nobody teaches you how to do this stuff right nobody teaches you how to start a business or um, even say what you think (laughs) or question 
Um, so I think it's, yeah, 100%, it's all intuition. And I think, you know, a lot of people have their intuition buried in fear. Um, and sometimes it's, you know, knowing the difference between intuition and what your fear or your ego is telling you as well is, is a massive one. And something that took me a lot of work um, as well is figuring out, okay, is this actually intuition or is this me being scared as hell? Um, and trying to cover it up with something else so yeah a hundred percent my gosh my gosh how how did you know the difference between those yeah I think with with this it's more like finding out whether it's fear-based I guess asking why you want that thing, right? So for example, like business related example is I always said, well, should I really, you know, should I train in yoga or should I train in something else so that I have another thing that I do? Mm -hmm. Um, And I always thought that was intuition, like, oh, another way to help people, blah, blah, blah. But when I really, again, peel back the layers, season the onion (laughs) um, and and figured out why why did I want to do that? It was genuinely just fear because I was worried, like, would I get enough clients onto my program? Um, Or would I actually be able to make it online? And so I have this thing to fall back on if this doesn't work. So like asking yourself why, what is the intention behind what I'm doing here? And if that is fear-based, then it's not your intuition. Intuition is usually the big ass scary stuff um, that we really don't want to, you know, that we almost don't want to say out loud because we sound a bit silly, (laughs) right? In front of in front of people um that's that's generally into intuition I think um I'm not sure what do you think about that quite interested to know your opinion on this yeah I think (laughs) I think there's a real gosh there's a real difference between that idea of as you say fear-based and something that I always and I I check in with myself a lot around this as well is am I running away from something because the feeling around it is fear-based yeah or actually am I trying to work towards something because I'm excited by it yes yeah. so I guess like your example in terms of shall I become a yoga trainer or <laughs> yeah. you know, I do this or shall I do that and that constant feeling which again generally speaking you know I think there's that stat I don't know if you've heard this stat but it's something like men will go for jobs oh. if they're about 70 percent um 70% right for it if they think they're about yeah. right whereas yeah. women would have to be much higher in that I'm not sure yeah yeah um and again we're being very I, I know that I'm referring to gender and we're being very yeah. generalistic with it yeah um but as it goes but as it goes yeah you know on the whole traditionally that's that's been a, a path that has been taken and so it leans into that well am I needing another qualification and another qualification and another qualification because I don't feel good enough yeah yeah or is it actually I really want to do that qualification because it really excites me and it really interests me and it's something that you know even if I don't use it for my business it's deepening my knowledge and my understanding yeah Um, and I think that's where that difference between fear and intuition kicks in as well yeah is that Am I excited by that thing? And is that my intuition kicking in because it's really excited for that thing? Or actually, is it that fear wanting to drive me away from something that I'm scared of? Yes, I love that. I love that. Yeah, you explained that really well. (laughs) I've never said that. It's a weird concept to think about, isn't it? Because usually, and this is the thing, and it's exactly the same with my own clients where, you know, they'll message me and be like, oh, um, 
I feel like I'm hungry. What shall I do? Because we, we get to the point where we're like, we don't know whether we're hungry or not or whether we should yeah. act on it or not. Like we, yeah. you know, um, yeah. and it's like, I, I can't tell you how you feel. You have to, you have to dig deep. And like, what do you, what do you feel like you need to do right now? What, what is like the most nourishing thing for your body right now, for your mind, for your, you know, for your being, what is the, what is the thing that is, like is feeling good to you right now if that's mm. food go for it if it's that you're tired bored angry whatever mm. there's better things for you to be doing with that energy right so mm. yeah so you know being it's very indiv- it's very individual I feel yeah 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 that's great as well I, I guess that that links into then training people to to trust their intuition yeah. as opposed to it becoming a codependent relationship or a dependent yeah. relationship yeah yeah um, actually it it trains people to build up their trust for themselves and well yeah. am I hungry and how am I feeling yeah. do yeah. I need to nourish my body yeah which is so much bigger yeah. than someone just giving you a I don't know you know I mean you know brilliant brilliant recipe books with wonderful meal plans in them yeah but yeah that doesn't it doesn't necessarily train the person to feel yeah and trust that feeling yeah for sure for sure and I think that's what you know that's exactly what all this you know there's so much noise about what you should eat what you should like everybody knows that they should probably be in a few more veggies they should probably be drinking a bit more water and moving their body a little bit more mm-hmm. um that's just the basics so why aren't you doing it right and it's mm-hmm. something that's holding you back and um, there's something underneath the surface and until you know you you're not going to do any of that stuff right um and so yeah it's it's about knowing what's right for you and knowing um you know you can give all the advice in the world but you're not going to take it unless you've and that was really the case with me like I was really you know interested in nutrition interested in all these different things yet I had this one thing that was like holding me back so much that I you know I didn't listen to any of it so it's too preoccupied with my own stuff that I had going on so you know yeah so knowing your intuition and 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 being able to tune is tune in is is huge but it's so valuable when you learn how to do it and you learn what is your intuition because you can use it in every area of your life Mm. Um, yeah yeah training you to trust your gut yes (laughs) (laughs) I'm coming out with them all today (laughs) I'm sure you heard that several times before but that just popped into my head and amused me a lot I'm such like a dad type person nugget (laughs) wisdom I've been crying all the way through this podcast of laughter. <laughs> Good. Good. That's what we're here for. A cold January Friday morning. That's what we're here for. <laughs> um, so, my gosh, I think we have covered so much. And uh, I think we could actually genuinely continue to have a conversation for the rest of the day, because there is so much stuff here that I could continue to unpick with you in terms of like intuition and starting to train that and, you know, Mm -hmm. how we do that for food and how we do it in life in general. And, you know, I think there is what's interesting and what's really popping out for me is that there's such synergy between what you're saying in terms of our relationship with ourselves and our bodies and our Mm. food and then as you mentioned how it transfers to the rest of life and you know there seem to be such 
parallels there. Yeah. Um, and so I'm I'm certainly I'm, I'm intrigued because I think of it from a coach point of view and the work that I do. Yeah. But it, there seems to be real synergy between yeah. what you do as well, which is fascinating. Yeah. It's, fascinating. It's very similar to what you were saying. Yeah. About the, the camera stuff. It's like people are coming to you for X, Y, Z and asking how is that transitioning into their, you know, their day to day life and what they're, you know, what they're struggling with underneath the surface. Mm. It's so true. It's so, so true. And I always say to all of my one on one clients that, you know, your relationship with food is a direct mirror of what is going on in your life. So if you want to write down all the huge life events that happen, whether it be, mum dad got a divorce um uh I don't know um someone passed away um something happened in life something happened in life and then right underneath what your situation with food was at the time sure as hell as one thing's going up and down the other one's exactly the same going up and down alongside it Mm. um and once you realize that it's like wow okay cool now I have so much power to to do the thing um and to to shortly put how to kind of listen to your intuition and train your intuition because I think it's so important that everyone knows how to do this is two things that I always say intention attention what's your intention behind it what's the intention behind every single thing that you're doing what's the intention behind the question what's the prod what's the intention behind that and then whilst you're doing the thing paying attention to it attention being the second thing being really present in the moment whilst you're say you want to make a decision you decide to go for it pay real attention to what happens when you make that decision and eventually you get to the point where you learn oh right okay I did that and probably yeah probably that wasn't my intuition probably that was fear um and when you're really present in the moment and you're really you know mindful at the time and conscious of what you're doing as you're going through it it just makes life so much easier to then look back and think okay right okay now I can kind of differentiate the difference between fear between intuition and and what's what's going on for me here so intention attention for a very short (laughs) very short little mini um lesson there in that amazing that's great and I think that is something that myself and everybody listening to this as well um we can all start putting into place oh my gosh yeah totally totally especially with food and food's a great place to start because food is like we say the gateway into everything else like if you're you know if you're stuck in your career and you know that you want to be a coach or you want to be you know you want to start your own business you want to be a dog walker whatever it is um the chances are it's coming out in in food in some way or another in the way that every time you come home from work something you know you're you're eating emotionally or you're you know you're you're not you're anxious around food or whatever what's that what's what's the intention behind this what's going on right Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. yeah amazing amazing what is my god (laughs) I literally I genuinely think we might have to put a coffee in the diary because we could talk about (laughs) um so in which case then with everything we've spoken about Mm -hmm. what is one thing that looking back now you would tell your younger self? Mm. Yeah, I think it goes back to what I said in the beginning, actually, in in terms of like tuning out the noise. Um, I just remember, and I think all children are like this, aren't they? All young people are like this, where they have so much drive and they have so much ambition. Mm. Um, And I was definitely one of those, like I was a dreamer as a young person. And I know that the person that I'm talking to in terms of that young person, she would have just wanted to do everything all the things um so much ambition um and I probably would just say to her like you go girl carry on (laughs) you do that and like don't let other things jump in the way of that and don't let anyone kind of dim dim that light um because it will take you a while to to bring it back Mm -hmm. when you need to which inevitably that will come out (laughs) um but yeah but you do you (laughs) 
I love that. That's just really touched my heart, actually. No, it didn't let anyone dim that the light. Oh, that's yeah, just really touched my heart. Yeah, but I feel like all young people are so ambitious, aren't they? And they have such big dreams and they just think that everything is possible and they love adrenaline and they love like just pushing themselves out of their comfort zone. That's our natural default. Mm-hmm. And it's only when people tell us that it's not the right thing to do that we're like, oh, shoot, yeah, I should be, I should be scared of that thing. Um, but no, no, <laughs> you be you. So amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Sarah, it mm. has been such a delight to talk to you. Such a delight. Thank you so much. Um, could you tell us where we can find out more about your work, what you've got on offer? Um, yeah. thinking that this will be out kind of mid-March. What if there's anything yeah. that you want to chat about, feel free to um yeah, yeah let us know where we can find out more about you. Thank you. And first of all, like, thank you so much for having me on here. I love, I know that this podcast is all about presence and you 100% have that. Um, so thank you for sharing your energy with me today. I really appreciate it. Um, and on Instagram, I'm just always on Instagram. So <clears throat> if anyone wants to connect with me, then it's Sarah Elizabeth with an S, not a Z, awkward parents, health, <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Elizabeth, Sarah Elizabeth health um, on Insta. Um, and hopefully by March, I should have my own podcast as well. Um, it could all go to plan. Um, so yeah, so we'll, um, yeah, we can, we can, I can give you the details about that. Yeah, absolutely. Send me over the details and what I'll do is I'll put it in the show notes too. Yeah. Um, so that guys, if you're listening, you can head over to the show notes and you can yeah. find any details there. Well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. As ever, if you did enjoy it, please do remember to rate, review and subscribe over on Apple Podcasts. It really does help to spread the word. And you can find the show notes for this episode over at amylayton.com. All right. Have a great one. Catch you next week.